A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Pediapod for July 2017. This month, we meet yet another early careers investigator, Simone Schuler. Simone Schuler is a pediatrician at the Boston's Children's Hospital in the US, where she was awarded the Max Carter Fellowship to conduct research into neonatal innate immune pathways to aid the development of vaccines for the very young. Previously, Simone was at the Medical University of Vienna, where she recently completed her residency and clinical training. She has strengthened her laboratory experience over the years in a number of different countries and has used some of these in vitro skills in a recent paediatric research paper about the effects of pentoxifilin on the preterm infant immune system in a model of sepsis. I gave her a call and started by asking her where her career began. So my career started at the Medical University in Vienna, And um, after graduation, maternity leave, and some laboratory research work, I started residency and um, clinical training in pediatrics at the Medical University of Vienna, which I then completed in February this year. And so you've moved around a lot then, picking up your laboratory skills. Yes, indeed, I did. So actually, my laboratory training began in 2006 at the University Hospital in, in Bern in Switzerland, together with um, Dr. Mohaupt, and I actually used some in vitro methodologies to investigate hormonal regulation of placental growth, and then I moved on equipped with these in vitro skills to continue my research at the Department of Pediatrics in Vienna. Actually, most recently, I was awarded with a Max Carter Fellowship to conduct research in the laboratory of Dr. Ofa Levi, who is also director of the Precision Vaccine Program at the Boston Children's Hospital. And I will characterize unatal innate immune pathways to improve the response after vaccination in neonates. Tell us about your recent pediatric research paper then on the anti-inflammatory effects of PTX in preterm neonates. Pentoxifalin is a non-steroidal immunomodulatory drug which has been tested in adult sepsis without a lot of success. But it had some revival and was tested in neonates as well. However, these studies had been small and hardly anything was new on a molecular level of pentoxifalin, especially in the context of inflammation and in the context of antigen-presenting cells. So we wanted to investigate the anti-inflammatory effects of pentoxifalin on LPS-stimulated monocytes of preterm neonates in vitro, compared to monocytes of term infants and adult controls. What do we know about the different responses to bacterial infections between preterm neonates and term neonates and adults? First of all, 
most Th1 responses, especially in the preterm neonates, are less pronounced than in term neonates or in adults. This is something that has been repeatedly shown for cord blood. So for the first few days after life, we, we do see a compromised Th1 immune response. However, it has also been shown that due to regulatory problems after birth, we do see hyperinflammation in, for instance, late onset sepsis, which causes hyperinflammation that leads to long-term problems. So we have two problems at the same time, actually. So on the one hand, we have a response that is not enough to start with, and that leads to a high susceptibility to bacterial infections. And on the other hand, we do see regulatory problems leading to hyperinflammation in late onset sepsis. And you were largely interested in the response of monocytes. How did you study them? Exactly. So the study really focuses on monocytes of preterm neonates. So we investigated preterm neonates at 28 weeks compared to term neonates. And we did also work with whole blood, actually. So we tried whole blood PBMCs, but we also worked with isolated monocytes. And we did measure different surface markers, activation, maturation markers, phagocytosis, cytokine secretion, and stall-like receptor signaling in these monocytes. Okay, so you were trying to make a sort of in vitro bacterial sepsis model. Exactly. So we really tried to mimic a most physiological uh, environment. So we really used whole blood to start with. We used also pentoxifylin concentrations used in clinical trials as well. We then moved on to PBMCs and monocytes, but we really wanted to consider neonatal blood plasma products, especially adenosine that needs to be considered because adenosine plus pentoxifylin would lead to a profound inhibitory effect on pro-inflammatory cytokines. So this is probably one of the reasons why we would see these age-dependent differences. So let's look at your results then. What were the effects of PTX on TLR4 expression? And what does that tell you about how PTX improves neonatal sepsis outcomes? Knowing that TLR signaling is essential in in sepsis, especially in gram-negative sepsis, so we looked at TLR4 expression and we did find that pentoxifalan would reduce the TLR4 expression as well as, as some signaling molecules, so they will decrease TLR4 and actually CD14, which we also measured, are not only essential for recognition of gram-negative bacteria, but these molecules are also important in the long course of sepsis. So it has been shown that a decrease of TLR4 or CD14, especially in animal models and in some clinical trials, was beneficial. So we think this is an effect that contributes to effects of pentoxifalin and helping to make a better outcome in neonatal sepsis. And were there other important surface markers between the different responses of the different age groups? So we also measured different um, surface markers, um, except for CD14, for for instance, CD11B, CD64, and CD71, which were all downregulated by pentoxifalin. And in fact, we did see the greatest effects um, on CD14 and CD11B in the preterm neonate, which again we think might um, have implications for a stronger effect of pentoxifalin in the preterm neonate compared to, to adults or term neonates. Let's hear about how pentoxifalin affected the regulation of different cytokines in the different age groups. 
So pentoxifilin actually did show a strong downregulation of LPS-induced TNF, um, interleukin-1, and IL-6 levels in, in all age group. But what was strikingly different was an early IL-10 production that was significantly downregulated by pentoxifilin only in term and preterm neonates while remained unchanged in adults. So we think that this is another an important um, age-dependent difference that should be studied in further detail because interleukin-10 um, has um, limits on the one hand inflammation by inhibiting antigen-presenting cells and effector T-cells um, but on the other hand, um, it has also been shown that IL-10 actually might not always be beneficial as, as studies found that IL-10 levels did, did correlate with mortality in pediatric intensive care patients. Now, these results are coming at an important time, aren't they? Because there's a big clinical trial planned for pentoxifilin soon. Exactly. So I had a chance to talk to Tobias Strunk at the latest PS meeting in San Francisco and I am aware that they do a randomized placebo-controlled multicenter study with a target sample size, size of 900 very preterm infants with late onset sepsis. And we are very excited about the upcoming results. They will look for pentoxifilin's effects on disability-free survival. They will definitely have some very interesting other outcome data providing for us. Do you think the results in this paper are going to feed into that? I think it's a small step in a big picture, but it will help to further improve the treatment and I hope it will help to find the right dosing and it will help to, to find the right timing for administration of preterm neonates. Finally, Simone, what can we expect from you in the future? Are you a blossoming physician scientist or do you already identify as one? Right, so I just finished my training in pediatrician and I was specialized in neonatology for the last seven years. I will perform actually my PhD at the University of Maastricht um, at the end of this year. And then I'm looking forward to do another two or three or maybe four years in basic research and move on to translational research after that to become a physician scientist in the field of neonatal immunology. So I don't see myself yet as a physician scientist, but I think I'm on the way to become one and I'm very excited about it. That was Simone Schuler, currently at Boston's Children's Hospital. You can read her paper in full and a biocommentary about her career on our website, nature.com forward slash PR. Join us again next month for another episode of Pediapod. Thanks for listening. Listener.